0: i mean in general
1: youtube i mean you can type in prank to, and the, i don't know why my lips just farted uh you can type in prank to in the search wait
0: your lips just what
1: i went <laughs> 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 the 20c the show that covers the things we love from two parts of the world orange county california and orange county florida Welcome to episode four. This week, Anton talks about Disney's attempt to silence President Trump. I talk about the future of beloved franchises. And Anton and I get brought down by the real world. I'm Alan Flores.
0: And I'm Anton Duong.
1: All right, Anton, let's get this started. What you got for me? I got nothing. Okay. All right, guys. Good podcast.
0: Let's do this. (laughs) Good show. (laughs) Yeah. So anyways, there's a lot of news this week um there's guardians that just opened there's uh, a bunch of uh, new stuff over here in orlando uh the the water park just opened i I just want to quick recap the new water park volcano bay over here it had a really rough start nothing worked and it was a really gloomy day the park was pretty much dead
1: (laughs) that's like the worst dude summer's breath to start you think everything's set up and then nothing works. Well, wait, wait, is it is that the one where a kid fell off the slide?
0: Uh, I, I I don't know. I don't think so. I, I have okay. No. I I, I, don't, I don't know. I probably no, need to I, check it out.
1: No, I, I think it's a different park. Okay. I, I I just I just know there's a a water park that opened. I think it was over here on the west coast yeah. where a kid was going down the slide. Uh, I think he was going too fast or after what happened and he and in one of the turns he popped out of the slide. Wow. First day of the park opened.
0: I guess that's a new attraction.
1: Yeah, dude. I mean, you you want extreme thrills.
0: Uh, All that aside, Volcano Bay actually had a pretty decent launch right after um, all the stuff that they fixed. And it seems like everyone's loving the park. I mean, there's so many cool things that uh, is an homage to all of the classic slides from all the different water parks. But it's upgraded with new features. Yeah, so this weekend I'm actually gonna go and check it out again. Check it out again. I mean, check it out for the first time.
1: Time traveler. So,
0: yeah, I'm a, I'm a little ahead of myself, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna see how many rides they have. I'm gonna check out all the tapu tapu that people are talking about right now. That's
1: though I'm I wasn't even gonna acknowledge it. I, no, okay. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give you that satisfaction. No. Okay. So, anyways,
0: <laughs> um, anything uh, going on with you over there?
1: Uh, well, there was something I forgot to mention last episode, and it's kind of a big, um, big story.
0: Mm-hmm. What's up?
1: Uh, Zack Snyder stepping down from Justice League movie.
0: Oh yes, Yeah. I'm so happy.
1: Well, sad <laughs> <laughs> circumstances, because uh, I guess his daughter committed suicide. Because, oh, yeah,
0: I heard about that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm taking that back now. That's really bad.
1: <laughs> jerk. You're such a jerk, Anton. Um. Yeah. So, I mean, essentially the movie's already finished. It's it, They just need another director to go in for like last minute script changes or just things that they want to do reshoots for. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing you already know who they picked as a replacement, right?
0: I heard it was uh, Joss Whedon.
1: Correct. The man that brought us the Avengers.
0: Yeah, so hopefully him coming in would probably make the film a lot more solid. I I didn't feel like Snyder did a pretty good job with uh, Batman versus uh, Superman.
1: Well, okay. So yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, uh, Snyder seemed to have run his course with uh, the Batman the... Oh, sorry, it's Chris Nolan. Sorry. Um, But the thing I wanted to point out with Josh Wheaton is he, even though he's only coming in for part of the movie, he he has a really, really good way of following the rules within the universe that that, you know, that the the story takes place and he's really good at creating team bonding within the within those movies.
0: Yeah, because it's a lot of characters that you're working with.
1: It's a lot of characters, but at the same time that's what made the Avengers work it's that team dynamic it's not that your favorite superheroes are in one movie it's the fact that they're buddy buddy and not just yeah man I got your back but also that whole you know end credit scene with the them getting swarma
0: uh-huh
1: like no words Shwarma. like no words spoken nothing like that but they it, it was like it, it was like what 10 seconds 15 seconds of no audio.
0: Yeah, but it's it says a lot. <laughs> it says
1: a lot because I mean, like they're yeah. they're friends, like just something simple like that. So with him coming in, doing some of the reshoots and scripting changes that they're doing, I'm excited. I think that's that's gonna add an element to the story to make the people that go watch the movie care about the characters even more.
0: Yeah, let let me say a couple things about uh, Zach Snyder. Um, I think he is a very, very, very good storyteller. I just don't think that he has a good way of directing women. Example? Example would be, okay, you remember 300? Yes. It's all men. Uh Great movie. Everybody loves it. Sucker Punch. All women couldn't get the women to... I mean, the the action scenes are ridiculously cool. Love it. And it's beautiful cinematics. Yeah, beautiful cinematics. I love the way he shot it. The storytelling's a little weak because of the acting. I mean, they're all great actors. It was a great cast, but I felt like it, it wasn't um up to par. Another example would be Watchmen. You know, all the all the male characters in there are, are amazing. It's just Spectra is a little off. You know and what and then, you know.
1: You, you know what? <laughs> Now you mention it. Thinking of Spectra and um, the Queen from Three Hundred. Yes, they have similar methods.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. didn't Spectra? I mean, spoiler alerts for those I haven't seen Watchmen. Spectra was uh getting around within the team.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and- no, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Like uh, he's a good director. I think it's just has his wife's around. When he's on set, so it's a little hard for him to do what he needs to do.
1: Well, hold on. Okay, so so Spectre was a little loose with the team. Oh, God, that sounds terrible. She's a little too friendly (laughs) with the team. And Mm -hmm. in 300, again, spoiler alerts, the queen kind of gave herself up to a shady senator to get her husband the troops that he needed. Yep. Kind of like, i don't know uh i i maybe he's projecting a little maybe snyder's projecting a little bit into his movies i don't know about his personal life
0: yeah i mean he he loves his wife yeah and his wife's always the, is she's always there on set with him or, when he's filming or so. he, he
1: could just be seeing like one-dimensional when it comes to female characters like you were saying
0: yeah i mean I i don't want to put it on him it just feels like that when you when you watch his films especially um uh, all these uh, great movies that he comes out with, it, it just doesn't feel right.
1: Yeah. No, I, I agree.
0: Yeah, so anyways, all that aside, I think he is a great storyteller. I love Man of Steel. I think it was a great movie. I had a good time watching that one.
1: Okay, so what's the one thing, or the, the biggest thing people hate about Man of Steel?
0: Uh, that he is...
1: Weaken himself? Well, okay, so I'm specifically referring to people getting all upset about the ending when he. Uh, oh, um,
0: yeah. Holy crap. Okay. I'm
1: just spoiling the crap out of several movies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> again, spoiler alert. We need a,
0: they've, they've seen it. You don't have to worry about I, it.
1: I know, but I think <laughs> I kind of want to edit in some spoiler alert things uh, in the background. Um, mm-hmm. Superman kills Zod. And people are upset, like, oh, Superman doesn't kill. Superman doesn't kill. I was watching a YouTube like video of them kind of justifying that, and the YouTube video was correct in saying that when people say Superman doesn't kill, they're thinking Batman. Batman is the one that doesn't kill. Superman has killed before.
0: Yeah, that that makes him who he is. I mean, he he has those you know regrets.
1: Superman is the final kill shot. He like if you know if the other heroes can't control the problem, Superman comes in and does what he has to do. He's not going to be a jerk about it, but if that's his last resort, he'll do it. And the example they used in the YouTube videos watching, I believe it was Superman 2, against Zod. He uh, that's when that, that's the Zod movie. Superman throws Zod into a cavern like he he kills him it wasn't as graphic as men of steel but mm-hmm. zod is still dead yep and i think that's the you know in in a in a situation where superman has an enemy that promises they will not stop until they destroy earth he has no alternative so i, I thought that was interesting i'm like yeah you know what that's true he will kill
0: mhm and, and i think you know that that's the thing that uh differentiates you know the marvel and dc is i think the dc digs into more of you know the the reality of of one's emotion you know well uh, i mean they did a pretty good job with civil war too i mean you know those moments when when um that battle between uh captain america and iron man you know when oh, when dude. their friends were put on the line i think that was a really good one uh in that scene to, you know, compare between that two. Um, Saddest bro moment ever. Yeah. But I think, you know, for Marvel, uh, I I felt more emotion for that scene. Because Uh,
1: because you built that connection. You built that connection with the characters over so many movies.
0: Yeah. So let me rephrase that. Marvel did a pretty good job. I I guess DC tried to do that too, but I mean, I, I felt like Marvel did a better job on that one. Yeah, um and I think I mean they feel like the same exact movie. They're both having a civil war, you know?
1: Yeah, you're right. It's it's two of the biggest characters from that franchise oh no franchise that
0: each other. Yeah, each other yeah, between franchises. Marvel DC yeah. going head to
1: head. And right now the problem is Marvel had I mean, when did Iron Man come out? Two thousand six, two thousand seven? Mm-hmm. Uh and they've been building those characters slowly throughout you know the years at first it was kind of looked at like okay marvel's not gonna do this like it's a nice it's a cute idea but marvel's gonna give up after two movies or whatever and i think it was around captain america and they mentioned you know captain america the first avenger that's when people said oh my god it's gonna happen like this is they're almost done with their first race Mm -hmm. and now dc who was sitting back laughing that you know that they're not gonna do they're it. just they're gonna... playing they're
0: just trying to play catch up right now
1: they are and they're trying to skip because now there's i mean essentially two two well two and a half adventure movies i mean mm-hmm. the two adventure movies plus civil war
0: mm-hmm.
1: and now i mean d c has two movies yep, so i mean uh, yeah you' you're right they're trying to play catch up and i don't know if they can uh, if Josh, if any any director that i know at least like popping into my mind right now can make you care about these characters and have a connection and believe that they're friends and have a bond that make you care about them, it's going to be Josh Whedon.
0: Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of uh, his show Dollhouse. You've seen that show, right? Oh,
1: dude. Uh, yeah, I fought you so hard on me getting into that show and I fell in love with it.
0: Yeah, it's so good. I love that show so much. The reason why is because the story, like, it, it it's so the the sci-fi world of it i mean in our last uh, episode we were talking about you know um if i was a director if i wrote a sci-fi you know w- or would i do a drama i mean sci-fi in that specific world for dollhouse it's so deep there's so much uh in, in depth of each character you know and the story can rewrite itself every single time because everything's uh, always being programmed.
1: Yeah, it, yeah. After, after you know what the premise of the of the the movie of the show is, you start realizing, oh, that's why I call it Thought House. Yeah, because yeah, you're right. You're you mean it's essentially the same cast but different costumes every every episode.
0: Yeah. So all aside, I mean, Joss Whedon. I mean, with DC, mm-hmm. I I have high hopes for that too. So I guess only time will tell.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, okay, do you want to go into movies now since we're talking about DC anyways?
0: Yeah, there's a breakout movie buzz right now at the Keynes Festival. Um, And uh, one of the movies that was shown there is called The Florida Project. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Of course. It's very (laughs) new. (laughs) On West Coast, bro. You'll you'll hear about this. This is gonna be a really big buzz. It's kinda of like uh when they had that uh uh boyhood movie.
1: Uh with the... Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I was gonna say yeah, so, I was gonna say walking Phoenix, but that's not right.
0: <laughs> walking well, you no. That's her. Uh anyways, uh, it's directed by Sean Baker. He's a independent movie director. He has a lot of movies that he played at the um sundance film festival in the past uh not a lot of the films that we know about but i mean if you're a big independent movie fan you're probably gonna like his films uh but the film stars william Dafoe. you remember that guy Dafoe. yeah he's awesome in every movie that he's in so uh he actually doesn't play the main character he plays a um uh, a guy named bobby he's a hotel manager And the film follows a six-year-old little girl named Moon. And she's played by Brooklyn Prince, which is uh, uh, one of the the new uh, child stars. Um, And she, in the movie, she lives in a motel named Magic Castle, which is right down the street from Disney World. And she lives there with uh, her mom. Uh, She's unemployed. And they go day by day, just going through their life and the mother is played by Bria Venate.
1: So is it documentary style or what kind of a
0: It's kind of like uh I'm I'm guessing it's kind of like boyhood. Okay. Yeah, so I mean the story brings us through the rough times and mishaps of their uh life in Kissimmee. It's, is, it's a
1: coming of age movie.
0: Yeah, coming of age movie. I mean it's basically going to be about uh the mother trying to do whatever she can in the area cuz I mean this is a uh uh a uh, uh, travel uh tourist area so the only type of business that you can get out here uh type of work that you can get out here is just anything that has to do with uh tourism okay uh- so i mean it, it kind of reminds me of uh, a friend that i know uh, i don't want to name names but uh uh she had some rough times and she she went through um a little bit of this and that just to take care of her daughter and she had to you know live at a hotel for quite some time too oh you're talking about
1: and, no i'm kidding I, <laughs> I i honestly do think i know what you're talking about but i'm not gonna say yeah
0: <laughs> yeah but i mean i i think this is a good story uh to tell because it, it actually relates to a lot of people that are in the area too i don't think my friend's the only one that you know experienced those type of things i think it's a whole lot of people too
1: no it, it, it is uh, it's a lot of people and some people handle it better than others um either way I give people props you know that power through it Mm -hmm. so I yeah I mean I personally I don't know how I would react in that situation so
0: all those independent mothers out there
1: yeah dude um Mm -hmm. I mean in my office I one of my coworkers, she yeah single mom she had her kid I think at around 20 and Mm -hmm. yeah like she she's like one of the hardest workers and she's She'll talk about like you know get like working early to leave early to go spend time with her daughter, but she never mm-hmm. uses her daughter as an excuse. And I give her so much props, and I try to help her out however I can. But like if she says, "Oh, I need to take this day off," I'm like, "Don't worry about it, I got it." So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, uh, pro- yeah, props to all the all the single parents out there.
0: Yep, I'm into the a, a lot of these independent movies too. I mean, if they're if they're worth watching and it gives you, you know, the feels, mm-hmm. you know, the feels. Them feel so <laughs> yeah so I mean a lot of the critics gave this movie uh, a score already and a lot of the sites like you know um, uh, news outlets like the Guardian is giving it a hundred uh, Rotten Tomatoes got a pretty good score right now it's at a hundred hopefully uh, that doesn't bring it down in a couple of days when uh, a couple more people see it but uh, other than that uh talking about uh it being in Disney World, um, you did I ever take you to the Hall of Presidents?
1: Yes. And we did that when it was extremely humid and hot. I think even you were feeling it. And that AC yes. felt amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> Hall of Presidents at uh, the Magic Kingdom <laughs> is probably the best place to go to on a really, really hot day. You know, when you're, you're done with you know, pretty much uh, all the rides, maybe half the rides, or maybe you're just on the way to a different ride, and you just need to get away from all the heat. Then you gotta stop by the Hall of Presidents.
1: It's it's done really well. I honestly was not expecting what I saw. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, it's purely educational, mm-hmm. but they did a great job with the with the visuals with the I guess you call them robots.
0: Yeah robot presidents
1: yep all hail the royal presidents
0: yeah i mean they they did it a reference in the simpsons i don't know if you remember that episode
1: yep where uh i think abraham lincoln broke it down
0: (laughs) yeah Uh, that was a good episode
1: yeah dude no i remember when we went to the hall of presidents i i don't know if it was you or your fiance but one of you guys called me out that i fell asleep
0: yeah, I mean, it's actually really interesting, but I mean, there's certain parts of it where, you know, the 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 um, I forgot who his voice was. It Morgan Freeman. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Morgan Freeman. His voice is so good that you know it's it very relaxing. But
1: it wasn't even that. It was just that like, it was so damn hot, and I was so damn tired. <laughs> and then sitting down uh-huh. those comfy chairs with the AC and the uh-huh. lights dimmed. Dude, it was. I just hit that zone. I was. I was slowly started fading around the Civil War. <laughs> it's terrible, uh, but it's not, true.
0: Not the Marvel Civil War, but uh, the actual Civil War. The actual Civil War. Yeah. Uh, uh. So, anyways, Disney is trying to add Trump to this attraction, and they've been close since January for refurbishment. So I'm guessing that that's what they've been working on is is adding Trump. But so far, no one's been saying anything about him having a voice or having a sentence or anything. Because some presidents in the past did have like a small line or something. The only people that had like a full speech um, is only a selected few. Like last time uh, we had Obama, and he had a full speech. Well, and it was kind of cool because it's actual his voice and everything.
1: Well, it it was his, uh, his inauguration speech, right?
0: Yeah, it was his aug- yeah, but <laughs>
1: Inauguration.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think Trump did a, a great job with his inauguration speech. Oh no, his so-
1: his speech was pretty much suck it. I told you, suck it.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I I have a feeling that they're probably gonna dumb it down a little bit, maybe have a sentence or two just to have him say something. Um but however, there's a petition since January. To not have Trump's voice at all.
1: Okay, regardless of how you feel about Trump. First off, they they have to add him in. I I don't think there's any
0: president they have left out, right? Even Nixon's in there. Yeah, even Nixon's in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he just nods. I don't I, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember him having any lines. No,
1: he just stays he just stays seated and nods, like kind of like yep here present.
0: Yeah. Um, but. It's part of our history. They're gonna to have to have him.
1: And I was gonna say, like, the other part that I was gonna say is, regardless of how you feel about him, it'd be freaking hilarious if it, they actually just took audio bites from The Apprentice. <laughs> You're fired. You're fired. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh God. And I mean, I, I'm assuming Trump is not gonna to be too, too accommodating to Disney for one reason or another.
0: Yeah. Uh, the Apprentice was on ABC or or was it on NBC?
1: Uh, NBC, no ABC, NBC. ABC, ABC,
0: ABC, Yeah, so I I guess I don't know. Maybe they're allowed to. I mean, they own the show.
1: Disney has money, <laughs> and plus, if it is NBC that owns it, I'm pretty sure with Arnold Schwarzenegger as the the new host, mm-hmm. since the ratings are suffering, I'm pretty sure NBC will take whatever they can from previous episodes
0: yep so uh, let's get away from all that stuff because I mean it's just a little bit of um, updates and you know speculation mm-hmm. but uh, I'm a big fan of something that you um, mentioned recently and I remember this as a childhood growing up watching Animaniacs Yep. can you tell me a little bit about that
1: yeah, so recent news came out that Spielberg, oh God, I can't even speak, Steven Spielberg and Warner Brothers are in talks to bring Animaniacs back. Um, I guess what happened was that you know Netflix has been airing, has added the episodes to their queue, and that is one of their highest-rated, like animated cartoons of all time, of all time, and they're. You know, they kind of said, well, there's a demand for it. People are still loving it, even though those references are kind of old. If people follow our Instagram at the O C <laughs> uh mm-hmm. you'll see I posted for Throwback Thursday. I posted a scene from the Animaniacs where uh, it Wacko. Oh, Yakko? Oh, my God. I can't think. of Oh, Yakko.
0: Yeah, Wacko. Yakko. <laughs>
1: wacko was the brother. It was the younger brother. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yakko, he was telling Dot to... Uh, Dust for Prince. And then next scene, she she says, Found Prince. And it's actually, you know, the the artist formerly known as Prince.
0: Mm-hmm. And he
1: goes, no, 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 no. Fingerprints. And she just, <laughs> she looks at Prince and goes, I don't think so. <laughs> it's fu- it's funny <laughs> if you see the clip. I'll add the clip to the show notes. Uh, but it's one of those scenes that Animaniacs was really good for sneaking in adult humor into kids' cartoons. As kids, I, I mean, as a child, I laughed at it. Just because it was like, oh, Dot doesn't know what fingerprints is. But as an adult looking back, I'm like, oh, that's dirty.
0: Hey, some kids understand it. What, I mean, which they, they is had so a, funny. a good imagination. So I think they had some laughs too.
1: Yeah. No, and I
0: mean, kids these days, you know, the, the stuff they learn on TV,
1: the anime next, yes, I, I liked it. and it was, If it was on, I'd watch it. But I was more of a fan of the spinoff that came off of that Pinky and the Brain.
0: Pinky and the Brain. Yep. <laughs>
1: the same Thinking in the brain the same thing mm-hmm. we do every night podcast
0: uh yeah you take over the world ah, but eventually someday Yeah. so talking about spielberg i just want to throw something in real quick i am excited to see the new trailer for the movie ready player one
1: oh yeah
0: it's coming very very soon and i'm really excited to see it because they've They shot the movie about uh, I think last year, or the year before. Uh, I mean, they shot it in October of two thousand fifteen. Yeah, it's been it's been
1: in the can for a while.
0: Yeah, so I think they're just trying to wait for the right moment because I guess uh, there was a release date that was supposed to be this year in December, but because of Star Wars and everything, they push it back you know a little further for next year.
1: Well, I'm predicting quarter one of 2018 and that's mainly because marvel owns the summer disney disney owns the summer uh and star wars owns winter so i well actually disney well yeah yeah disney just owns the whole year i just i just realized i forgot that they own star wars (laughs) (laughs) they own half the year (laughs)
0: <laughs> and don't forget, I mean, during the summer, they they I think after they're done with pirates, they're gonna do other um, attraction movies.
1: Yes, uh, I believe yeah. the next one that they're that they just kind of announced a couple of weeks ago was the Jungle Cruise.
0: Jungle Cruise. Yep. Yeah,
1: that's supposed to be their their next ride turned into a movie. Yeah, I think so. I think they're starting to notice that you know nine pirates movies is kind of a lot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know what ready player one is it's a movie based on a book about virtual reality and that's uh pretty much what sums it up
1: yeah um think yeah virtual reality combined with second life yes pretty much like, pe- like people live their lives in the simulation uh, actually, I
0: can't wait until that day comes.
1: Actually, Matrix. Yes, the Matrix. Matrix. But Be- uh, with Go ahead.
0: Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Oh. No. I, I think you could say better than I can. So. Uh, okay.
1: I was gonna say Matrix, but you know, actually being able to disconnect whenever you feel like it and not being chased down by evil well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's it's a little bit of everything. A
1: little bit of everything. But I mean think yeah, think matrix. People live and essentially live their lives in a simulation they work they go to school it's uh, it pretty much the internet on steroids
0: that's uh nicely put
1: eh, yeah. i try <laughs> um yeah but the funny thing is i still haven't finished the book and we and we got that book like what over a year ago
0: yeah i finished that book uh dude the uh, i don't know how far you got but that last scene totally gets me dude uh i don't know uh if you remember the scene in Braveheart, you know, when they're on top of that hill and he's doing that big speech. Yep. That's actually in the book. And <laughs> in, in the pe- w- Independence Day speech was better.
1: Okay. <laughs> I give you that. <laughs> I'm just trying to piss off the Die Hard fan oh, the Die Hard Braveheart fans.
0: Braveheart fans.
1: <laughs> the Die Hard Braveheart-, Braveheart fans.
0: Yeah, but can you imagine? Like, oh man, I don't want to ruin it for you. You're gonna have to read that last part, dude. It's insane. The battle that they have, it's it's like the battle in um for Middle Earth.
1: Yeah, no, I I honestly I got through halfway and I forgot what happened. I think it was just sc- at school at the time where I you couldn't, know what I couldn't just it. just to
0: make it easy for you, you should just audible it. Because uh,
1: no, I, I I finished that book. I mean, I'm I'm gonna finish that book. That's a physical book. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh because you, you know who who um narrates it right
1: no who they get it who they get to narrate? Right?
0: um what's his name uh, um the really popular guy that name it nathan billion no close <laughs> i mean they're they, they, they hang out with each other uh it's the guy from star 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 trek star trek when he was
1: jo- oh uh Will
0: Wheaton. Will Wheaton, there we go. I was thinking, on yes. well,
1: Josh Wheaton.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Will Wheaton. He's the one that narrates the whole entire story, and it's really good.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, it's funny, because uh, when he was on The Big Bang Theory, he did such a good job at playing a jerk. Like, you
0: know, uh, self... I remember those.
1: <laughs> yes, you know, like very self-centered, High thinks highly of himself, jerk. Which is the complete opposite from what everything we hear about him. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, no, I, I, you know what? I'll probably finish the book and then get the audio version. Um, mm-hmm. I know it kind of it seems kind of redundant, but sometimes the audio books, they add a little bit something to the story. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I kind of I've started the book already. I, you you develop your own image, and voices in your head when you're reading a book. And I kind of just want to finish that, and then I'll take, you know, the author's audio interpretation of the book.
0: Yeah. So while we're already on the topic of Will Wheaton, um, have, and and The Big Bang Theory, have you ever seen the show The Guild?
1: Yeah, I I, I think I finished everything.
0: You finished everything? Yeah. Will Wheaton was in there too. He was a really bad guy.
1: Yeah, I forgot he played yeah. a jerk in that one too.
0: Yeah, he played a jerk in that one. I I think he's a good. Got to play a jerk in anything in general he's good at it yeah him and his Uh,
1: axis of evil for what they're called
0: yeah i'm I'm a big fan of uh something that he did recently on uh, youtube and also that new channel that they have online called alpha um they have this show called tabletop i don't know if you've seen that show yet
1: no but i I have seen the ads for it on youtube though
0: yeah so it's basically him and a group of friends um that join him some of them are actors uh, Felicia Day is on a couple of the episodes, uh, as well as some other stars from other shows, too. Um, like on the CW, right? CW? Is it called CW? Yes. I mean, yeah, WB and then CW. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, uh, what's his name from... What's that show? Uh, what's that nerdy show?
1: Which one? <laughs> <laughs>
0: like. The, uh, the 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 one uh, kind of like the Geek Squad guys,
1: uh, the Geek Squad. Chuck Chuck oh Chuck oh my God I forgot yeah. about that show
0: yeah I think he was on the show uh, a couple of other people too well yeah he, it, Chuck, it's a really good show I I, I like it because like they play board games
1: well the guy the guy that played Chuck he was also on the guild he made an appearance as himself when they went to a convention.
0: Oh yeah,
1: he's uh, I think he's like all into his uh, his cat or something like that.
0: Yep, yep, yep. yep.
1: Like everybody thought that he'd be like the whole like you know a big partier and all he does is just hang around showing people pictures of his pet or something.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I remember that. That's that was hilarious.
1: Yeah, I I think it's uh, you know, certain certain actors they have their circle of friends, and whenever they get a project, they you know, either ask their friends to join them or they just kind of work together. Little fun
0: fact, I don't think you know this, but uh, up in L.A., I forget the name of the theater, but uh, they do a lot of improv there and all these guys do improv together. I used to work with a guy that does improv with all of them and uh, I think it was an every Thursday thing and one of the people that was always there is Alex, you know him, Alex Albrecht
1: are you talking about meltdown
0: is is that what it's called i think so uh, uh, uh
1: what's his name from from uh the talking Jeff Jeff is there too the, the, yeah by talking the guy from talking dead is always is always promoting it cuz i think that's his thing
0: yeah it, it's the improv uh their their improv show and it's really chris, hilarious chris hardwick
1: there you go that's his name mm-hmm. yeah he i think that's the one he's always promoting it's like after midnight mm-hmm. uh and i think it's at the at meltdown or something i forgot what it was but yeah i, I think i was talking about it. but yeah same thing that's the same group of people that you would always yeah they all product. hang out with
0: each other and Will Wheaton's there too sometimes yeah Will Wheaton oh and what's his name Til- Timothy something he-, he was in uh that show Psych Timothy he played the other detective that uh always get picked on yeah
1: uh, I know you're talking about um yeah
0: he's there too
1: yeah. You know what? Every time I see him, I think of him in that uh movie from from back in the Disney Channel days. Uh Luck of the oh. Irish? He played a leprechaun? Was that him? I think that was really? him. I think that was him. I need I'll I'll look it up afterwards, but I think that was him. Oh my god.
0: That's a long time
1: ago. <laughs> I don't know. I I I think it's cuz his eyes or something like that. I just that's the image I always have when I when I see him. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, Disney Channel has changed quite a bit since then.
1: All right. Well, I mean, talking Disney. Uh, well, actually, I don't know if she is Disney. Uh, Ariana Grande is she Nickelodeon or Disney? Well,
0: she's both. I mean, she's she's done a little bit of stuff for both.
1: I'm I'm assuming the sa- same story that she kind of knows the same people. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's something we avoided talking about last week, just because it was too soon and. I'm pretty sure listeners uh, were hearing enough about the tragedy in Manchester, mm-hmm. um, so we kind of avoided that. But uh, something that that was bothering me, and uh, I told my brother when I when I saw him that people were avoiding talking about Ariana Grande because it seemed like, oh, well, of course people are going to talk about her because she's a celebrity. What about the victims and stuff like that? But I was curious. About how she was handling everything,
0: because I mean she, she she gave away a lot of stuff for the people that were in the hospital, um, right? That got you know injured.
1: Right, right. No, but I mean initially, because as soon as it happened, she sent out I think like one tweet, and then after that she went silent. And I wasn't concerned about her tours. I was more concerned about her as a person, and the the best way I can you know explain it to people is. Uh, what if you were holding a party at your house somebody got you know hurt or killed it was not your fault but how would you feel and I th- regardless if you had any control over it you're still going to feel a large amount of guilt right so you,
0: you want to give Ariana a hug
1: yeah oh well, <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're uh, explicit right <laughs> he-
0: yeah, I mean, you can do anything to her. Yeah. But
1: uh yeah, I'll I'll, I'll let her recover. Uh no, but it looks like she <laughs> <laughs> Okay. No, but I mean the the thing I wanted to talk about too is that uh it, it I mean, it looks like she's bounced back well and she's doing she's continuing with the tour, which that's not really my concern, but she added at least one concert and I think there's going to be another one um that she might be adding. For to raise money for the victims of the Manchester attack.
0: Oh, that's that's nice of her.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I honestly, I I'm shocked she's going back out there so soon, but props to her. Yeah, I mean, props.
0: (laughs) I'm gonna give her all kinds of props.
1: All kinds of props. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, you you had another story that you were trying to tell me about, but I was like, no, 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 save for the podcast. About an airport thing?
0: Oh yeah, it was a man with a fake gun. Uh, he, he closed down the whole entire Orlando airport for a couple hours. And uh, I think it was a couple days ago. Uh, his name is Michael Wayne Pettigrew. Uh, I think they charged him for one account. Um, and it was an assault with a firearm against a police officer. Uh, but I think they were speculating that he was um, a mental uh Guy, because I mean, he 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 was he was part of the military or something. I think Marines, if I'm not mistaken. So it might
1: be like a PTSD thing.
0: Yeah, I think so. But uh, he's he's currently held under the Florida mental health law called uh, the Baker Act, and it allows th- uh, authority to examine the the suspect uh, to see if he's like you know uh, a threat to himself or others. So. So that way they they can you know know for sure.
1: What, when did this happen?
0: Uh, only a couple of days ago. So fairly recent.
1: When you started telling that story, I thought you were going to talk about a different one that I heard. I can't remember if it was this morning or yesterday. And for listeners, we're recording this on a Thursday night. Um, did you hear about that Malaysia flight?
0: There's always something going on with the Malaysia flights.
1: I am never going to fly like the Malaysian Airlines. Um.
0: No, but dude, did did you see how much tickets were when all those other things happened? Dirt like you can go to all these other countries in Asia for like half price.
1: Dirt cheap, dude. I think like Philippines to to Hong Kong was like seventy five bucks or whatever. Yeah. Um, but anyway, no. So what happened was, uh, the flight was going. Was going from I think Australia to Kuala Lumpur. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mid flight or shortly after the like the flight took off and was over the ocean um, some passengers stood up ran towards the cockpit holding I think a tablet or uh, a laptop or something like that saying yelling he has a gun I mean he has, he has a gun he has a, <laughs> he has a he's bomb got a gun <laughs> know's got a gun but he's holding right. but he's holding a laptop uh, no he, he was he was yelling saying I have a bomb have a bomb and he's waving this tablet around uh, he, and I, could, okay,
0: I think he was referring to the galaxy s7 i do it either way airlines <laughs> not airlines take those seriously dude uh
1: when yeah. i was uh when i was coming back from texas they uh like the i was checking my bag in in dallas and the guy was like all right uh anything else you want to put in your in your uh, check bag i'm like nope everything's in there all right do you have a cell phone i'm all yes what type is it iphone all right you're good I'm like, oh, okay. Why? Because like, you had one of those Galaxy phones. We'd have to ask you to check them on. Oh, damn.
0: Yeah, because when I was in Hong Kong uh, not so long ago, it was the same thing, too. They put the signs everywhere, and they don't allow people to go on the plane if they have it. And if you do have it with you, it's considered as a felony.
1: Yeah, it's a potential danger. Um. Anyways, so I got distracted. The The guy was waving, saying that he has a bomb. He has a bomb. Uh, the flight attendant attacked the guy, and started yelling.
0: Like ninja style?
1: I I don't I probably just trying to like tackle him or something like that. But she started okay. yelling out to the passengers, "Help me! Help me!" Uh, attack him. And some of the passengers got up and freaking not got that guy on the ground, and I guess they tied him up. Uh, there's audio recordings of the pilot, you know, contacting air traffic control saying you know, telling him what happened and ending it with, uh, the passengers subdued him. And I guess subdued pretty much knocked his ass down. <laughs> uh, so I
0: guess there was some MMA fighting going on.
1: No, I, I think it ended quick, but dude, dude, he, the guy is still alive. I honestly think, uh, worse should have happened to him personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess what, you know, there's there's, he has no ties to any terrorist organization. Um, uh, same thing. It's a, it seems to be a mental, mental disorder that he has. So he mm. got checked into a psych, psych ward.
0: Just psych. C- he, he probably got it in there. He's like, psych, it was a joke. It was a prank. Just for that, Anton, they would hold you another week. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they hear, they
1: hear that joke all the time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you know how it goes nowadays for pranks. It goes a little overboard.
1: No, well pranks are dumb now, dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean in general.
1: You I mean you could type in prank to" and the, I don't know why my lips just farted. Uh you could type in prank to in the search. Wait, your lips
0: just what? I went <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. I guess
1: it's called a raspberry. Um mm-hmm. yeah, I mean you could type in prank and you Wait. YouTube.
0: Is is that on Urban Dictionary? What? What you just say? Raspberry? Yes.
1: Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's a thing. If if you watch, if you watch like a a show or whatever, a movie, and they do the whole thing, they'll like they'll put like in parentheses <laughs> in parentheses say blows raspberries. That sounds worse. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> um, horrible. No, <laughs> damn it, I him, I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> oh anyway, oh no, we're pranks. running out of time. Oh pranks. Uh no, I'm saying nowadays you can you know type in prank into YouTube. And I guarantee you, one of the pranks will be punching somebody in the face. That's a prank. <laughs> like, <it's> a, <laughs> yeah, there's no, I don't know. There's no creativity to it. Kids nowadays don't know the definition of prank. They think just because I'm filming it and say it's a prank, therefore it's a prank.
0: Someone needs to re-educate these kids what pranks are. Yeah, exactly. Um,
1: yeah, we're running along on time. Um, I wanted to go more into movies, but uh we're running low We're running out of time um, I guess I'll save one of the stories for next- next episode uh, but just want to end it with you know there's there's a big movie coming out this week this weekend. Oh I was supposed to see it tonight. you're gonna go see Captain Underpants
0: No, I was gonna watch something else. oh well what else is coming out? Wonder Woman. Ooh, woo the
1: hopefully the savior of the DC universe.
0: And so far it's gotten really good reviews, like big, big reviews. I got, good reviews. I
1: was so freaking excited when I heard that Gal Gadot was the one that got picked for water woman. Just not, not cause I mean, yeah, she's freaking hot as hell. And apparently she was like in a miss universe, the competition, uh, when she was younger, but Israel, miss Israel, miss Israel. Yeah. Uh, but also because she can actually kick ass. Like, part of being an Israeli citizen is you have to serve, I believe, two years in the military. Mm-hmm. So she has military training. She can't, and I believe they learned Krab Maga in the Israeli military. That actually, they're the, oh, yeah. they're the ones that created Krab Maga. So, yeah, I mean, she'll kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> so seeing her as a warrior is not that outlandish and I cannot wait to see the fight fight scenes in this. I hope that they let her do her thing and didn't resort to CGI too much.
0: Do her thing. Do her thing. Is what you usually say.
1: Do her thing, girl.
0: <laughs> That's just okay, we got to we got to end it because of that.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh well, I mean, let's tell people how they can support us if they like us.
0: If you like us, go ahead and go to our website at www.the2oc.com and you can go to the very bottom and buy us a beer. And also, if uh, you like buying stuff, like you like stickers, you like shirts, you can go to our store and buy those too. I wear shirts. You wear shirts? Sometimes.
1: (laughs) All right. Um, Also, we're trying to build a community here. We we kind of want to make this a two-week conversation. You heard us talk. Now we want to hear back from you. You can reach out to us at email at the 2oc.com Also if you want to see what we're doing um, occasionally Anton and I will post stuff on social media if we see something throughout the week also for updates and also you can like, kind of comment back if, if we if we reach on oh, reach on a topic if we touch on a topic that you enjoy you know reach out to us comment send us a little feedback tell us how much you love us tell anton that he needs to you know, not show off his Orlando stuff that much. Yeah, reach out to us at the two OC on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.
0: Oh, hey guys, check this out. This is really cool. Orlando stuff.
1: <laughs> it took me like a second to realize we're going with that. Um, <laughs> and also, one thing I forgot to mention: the last episode. Uh, another way you can support us too is every episode on our website, we put, we put a, the show notes. At the bottom of the show notes, you can go and see different Amazon links for either topics we might have talked about. So, DVDs, books, um, other merchandise. And if you're an Amazon Amazon Prime subscriber, I recommend clicking on that. Even if you don't end up purchasing that product, if you purchase something while you're in that window, we'll get part of it back. So, it's a good way for you to support us without having to spend extra money.
0: I think that's it, right?
1: I think we got everything, yeah. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. I'm Alan Flores.
0: And I'm Anton Duong. Have a good day. Later.